0: Good morning. I'm Nathan, and this is Word in Motion. James 1 compares someone who hears the word and does not act to a man who looks in a mirror and immediately forgets what he saw. But the one who looks and perseveres, it says, being no hearer who forgets, but a doer who acts, he will be blessed in his doing. This is a pod for looking in the mirror each day, seeing our imperfect selves, and making one change each day to live and love as God intended. Hey, it's Tuesday, and I want to talk about judging for a minute. We do this a lot, at least I do, judging, assessing, some would call it sizing up the people around us. And if you're anything like me, and I'm not proud of this, but if you're anything like me, it ends up just being a constant ranking of people. Oh man, he's better than me at this, and I'm better than her at that. And this habit happened, this happened often, it leads me at least to give up on people. Sometimes before I even meet them, certainly before I get to know them. We say things like, don't judge a book by its cover, but we kind of do every day. I don't know. That's the stage uh, for Peter's vision that he's going to have here in Acts chapter 10. Let's read. The next day, as they were on their journey and approaching the city, Peter went up on the housetop about the sixth hour to pray, and he became hungry and wanted something to eat. But while they were preparing it, he fell into a trance, and he saw the heavens opened and something like a great sheet descending, being let down by its four corners upon the earth. And in it were all kinds of animals and reptiles, birds of the air. There came a voice to him, rise, Peter, kill and eat. But Peter said, by no means, Lord, for I have never eaten anything that is common or unclean. And the voice came to him a second time again, what God has made clean, do not call common. This happened three times, and the thing was taken up once again to heaven. That seems weird. It was an unusual thing, except what Peter doesn't know is there's this man named Cornelius. He was a Roman, a Gentile, and he's seeking God. He's seeking the Lord. It says in chapter in chapter ten, verse two, that he was a devout man who feared God with all his household, gave alms generously to the people, and prayed continuously and he's had his own vision of this man Simon a tanner and the angel sends him to talk to Simon Peter and now Peter has this vision so you see God is preparing pieces on both ends but for Peter the message is, don't judge a book by its cover the messages don't judge scripture says man looks at the outward appearance but God looks at the heart This vision is preparing Peter for his encounter with the Roman. And if Peter relied on his judgments and rankings and ideas, he may have dismissed Cornelius as just a Gentile and therefore unqualified to receive the gospel. But God has other plans. Remember, Jesus shared the parable of the feast and the invited guests found excuses to not come. And so the owner with the food prepared sends his servants out with invitations to the highways and byways to anyone who would be willing to come. They are invited. So as the Jews rejected Jesus as their Messiah, God is preparing to open the invitation. But first he has to prepare Peter to open his mind. Scripture again says, man looks at the outward appearance, that's the nature of what we do, but God looks at the heart. I grew up attending what's called a Calvary Chapel. A network of churches uh, and I grew up going to Calvary Chapel of Downey and the Calvary Chapel network of churches was started by a pastor who wanted to reach he was a saved former uh, pothead hippie surfer dude and he wanted to save other pot smoking surfing hippies like himself so the doors were open and people were invited to come and they were often people who other churches may have turned away and Pastor Chuck and those that came after him uh, opened their doors, said, you're welcome. You see, restaurants that say, you know, no shirt, no shoes, no service. Well, the Calvary chapels were started on this foundation of come in. You are welcome here because the invitation has been sent to everybody. The invitation was sent out. The Jews rejected Jesus as their Messiah. And then the invitation went out again to the highways and byways to any who would accept Jesus. God's free gift of salvation. So what does that mean for today? What can you do today? Well, who have you given up on? Who have you prejudged as someone well, they're not going to be open to to Jesus, I can't talk to them. Maybe it's like there's a lady at the gas station with crazy hair and you just assume she's not open. Maybe it's the angry checkout guy at Walmart, well, he's not going to accept Jesus, I don't want to cause problems. Maybe it's like your kid's friend who has divorced parents and is battling depression, anxiety, and you don't know any of that. You just know that this kid seems to hate you. Who have you given up on? Let me ask you this. How long does it take to invite a person to church or to a Bible study or even more bold, to dinner at your house with your family? 20 seconds? And even if they say no, like we've said many times, you've put Jesus in their minds. And imagine if you had, ju- if you've judged them. How many others have judged them? How many others have dismissed them and treated them as invisible? Who knows what God might do with your twenty seconds of awkward conversation and an invitation? Let me pray for you today. God, give us courage to talk to those we've given up on. Uh, give us hearts. God, to love the people that we've given up on. Forgive us for the dismissing, uh, the judging by outward appearance, the limiting in our minds what you might be doing. God, give us boldness to talk to those people. Give us the courage to invite them. Maybe to church, maybe to Bible study, maybe to dinner, maybe just for coffee, whatever that may be. God, show us how and when and who you're trying to use us to reach. In Jesus' name, amen. Hey, thanks for listening. I'm Nathan. This is Word in Motion. Have a great day.